The following is an excerpt of a letter recently sent to my friends and family. Since entering adulthood, I struggled with my sexual orientation. I knew early on that I was attracted to men, but was unsure if I was gay and terrified at the prospect of the label and all the stereotypical baggage that came with it. Whether a societally taught behavior, a subconscious survival tactic, or simply a natural trait, I've always connected socially and emotionally more to women than men. However, when it comes to physical attraction, I've always found men to have been the greater of the two sexes. My journey toward self-understanding and acceptance was long and difficult, due largely in part to this gap between my physical and emotional attractions. I traveled this road alone for years, telling no one of my inner struggle. In moments that my secret was at risk, I instinctually and methodically concealed myself. Habitually, I was almost always on guard, self-conscious, and tense. Deeply fearful of being outed, I refrained from acting on my desires toward men. In the meanwhile, I remained in denial that I had very little interest in having more than profound friendships with women. I still found myself longing for a partner with whom to share myself entirely, mind, heart, and body. Yet my stunted romantic development and my confusion over the gender in which I held more interest drove an ever-widening crevice between me and my human yearnings. Isolation gradually crept in, festering until it became painfully malignant. The distance I kept from people caused consistent waves of depression and loneliness that peaked higher and higher each passing year. At age 22, I graduated from film school and moved to Los Angeles, still completely closeted. While in LA, a flood of faith-shattering events occurred almost simultaneously. My uncles Les and Steve died of heart failure. My parents divorced after 22 years of happily being married. And I resigned from my long-held dream to become a filmmaker once I realized I was unwilling to live the hectic lifestyle it required. I felt overwhelmingly defeated. Subsequently, the emotional weight of my secret became too much to carry alone. Nearly two years ago, I drafted a letter, intending to eventually send it out to friends and family. I first brought it to my closest friend, Adriana. She read until the sentence where I revealed I was attracted to men. She then turned to me and asked if she could hug me. Tears welled up in my eyes uncontrollably as the accumulated ocean of anxiety, isolation, and fear finally began to drain. Since that moment, I've slowly come out to more and more people. At the beginning, I was cautiously selective over who I told, but I eventually broadened my comfort zone. Life was getting easier. In an attempt to stir my transformation even further, I chose to leave Los Angeles and move to San Francisco. When I left LA, I'd only come out to my parents and two close friends. In my new home, from the get-go, I set a goal for myself to be completely open with everyone. Despite an early, natural reluctance to do so, I eventually came out to my new friends and coworkers. I feel especially fortunate that my openness was met unequivocally with acceptance and support, 
because I know that such positive, encouraging reactions do not happen for every gay man or woman. Now, when asked, I openly identify myself as gay. I've managed to fade the shame and self-loathing I originally carried over being attracted to men by reconstituting my definition of gay. I first believed that identifying myself as the word would inevitably and uncontrollably lead to the assumption of stereotypically weak, negative, and reviled characteristics, including helplessness, cattiness, deviancy, and fragility, among others. In reality, there are many types of gay people. Experience has taught me gay is simply a word to describe sexual preference as opposed to set interests and traits. I know now that I am in the driver's seat of who I am and who I want to be. My identity is not bound to a three-letter word. In San Francisco, I've been on dates with several men, but none of them have led to a partner of interest. Although that lacking at times has been disappointing, my eyes have been open to all the possibilities. The learning experience continues to be simultaneously disheartening and life-affirming. Through it all, I've received advice, consoling, and encouragement from my parents and old and new, certain to be lifelong friends. With them, I find life now, even without a partner, to be not just bearable, but vibrant, balanced, pleasurable, and most vitally, filled with a more complete version of love than I have ever known. This is only possible because I share my authentic self.